Hey guys, it's Peter and Mary, and welcome back to the Living Living with Hope podcast, a weekly conversation where we dig into God's word and explore what it means to live with hope in Jesus. Guys, thanks for joining us on the podcast. I'm excited to just sit down and have another conversation about faith and the word and the messiness of following Jesus in a world that is often so confusing. And let's just start by saying next week is Mary's birthday. Oh yeah, I guess next week's podcast will come out on my 31st birthday. It won't come out on your birthday. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) These podcasts go up on Fridays, and Mary's birthday is on Wednesday. I was way off. (laughs) We're recording this on a Wednesday. I think that's why Mary thought it would go up on her birthday. But as you turn 31 years old, what words of wisdom do you have for the podcast? I... Are you trying to figure out if I'm going to say something funny or serious? No, I, I just, I didn't expect you to actually think deeply about that question. <laughs> okay, do you think I'm going to say something serious or funny? I thought, by your facial expression, I thought you were going to say something serious. I was. Okay, tell, tell <laughs> okay, us something serious. I, I just feel really thankful to get old. Mm. To me, 31 feels old. Good old. Um, Yeah. I mean, the reality with living with cystic fibrosis is you never know what tomorrow holds. You can be stable for a long time and then it can all change. And I know that reality. And so whenever I celebrate another birthday, it is a gift. It is something to celebrate. Not only like, yay, it's fun, let's celebrate, but like I... I made it another year, and that wasn't in my strength. Mm. Um, The Lord walks with us in the hard days, the uncertainties, and he carries us, and he gives us days with tiny mercies and huge joys, and it's another year to celebrate. Now, I will say, since I've now been on Trikafta for over a year now, it kind of feels like yesterday that I turned 30. Mm, It does. And we went indoor skydiving for my 30th birthday. Side note to those of you who have breathing problems, do not pay the extra dollars to go to the high altitude, high fly, fly. don't do the extra high thing because I could not breathe. But the low fly was super fly, super, super fun. It would be interesting if we weren't in pandemic and could go indoor skydiving again this year, like whether your lungs are, would be more stable, but. I don't think so. It was unreal. And, and numerically I'm about the same lung function I was as I was then. That's true. But. I mean, it would be kind of fun to do it again. I don't really think we will. But uh, celebrating Mary's birthday. (laughs) Oh, what? What were you going to say? Sorry. Uh, No, I I think celebrating Mary's birthday, like Mary said, we think that birthdays are something to celebrate, not grieve getting older, but to celebrate it. And actually, just before we started recording the podcast, Mary was telling me the story of 
We were in high school. Yes, we were. And tell me the story of this this Bible verse. Okay. Because I'm going to tie this in with your birthday. Okay. All right. I'm good with that. All right. So we're in high school. I was probably 15. And I remember either reading or hearing this verse about though our outer selves are wasting away, our inner selves are being renewed day by day. And I resonated with that so much. And I don't remember exactly how this went down, but I remember being on vacation and I I think I just remembered, I think I borrowed my dad's cell phone because I don't think I had one yet. Okay. Because I remember it was like an old Blackberry <laughs> and I went up to the third floor of this beach house and I talked to Peter um, and he, cause I was like, where is that verse found? And he, I guess we talked on the phone. I don't know. It's connected in my mind, that vacation, whatever, that you were like, oh, it's, and now I forget what is Second it? Second Corinthians 4, 16. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, yes, that's the verse. Thank you so much. You know, fast forward. Now we have Google. You can literally type in like body being uh, or like our inner selves being renewed day by day, Bible verse. And it will literally tell you what verse it is. But yeah. thank you for being my Google way back but hey. way back before Google was a thing. Well, I, That's it, not true. I'm pretty sure it was a thing. But <laughs> before you could use it more accessibly. Yes. And so 2 Corinthians 4.16 says, Though our outer selves are wasting away, our inner selves are being renewed day by day. Oh, wait, that's verse 17, right? Or, let's see, 4.16. So we do not lose heart, though our outer selves are wasting away. Our inner selves are being renewed day by day. What is so funny to me is I never made this connection that Mary was resonating with that passage so deeply back in high school as she was experiencing that reality of her outer body wasting away to some degree as she's fighting chronic illness and she's also experiencing this deep reality that her inner self is being renewed day by day. Guys, I'm really distracted right now. Look at the cardinal on top of that tree on very, very top. Oh, wow. I've never seen like, well, we're up on the third floor (laughs) of our house and so we can see the very top of the trees and the cardinal is sitting on the highest, highest branch. And if you are listening to this podcast, I most definitely just whipped out my phone because I have to get a picture of this. Oh, man. That's incredible. Okay. Side note of the podcast, there's a cardinal on the tree. Celebrate the little things in life. But where was I? Well, I was just, yeah, you were saying how in high school I was starting to really resonate with that reality of, oh, so my body can be declining, but my soul doesn't have to decline with my body. Mm. And this real, tangible, visceral strengthening of my spirit that Mm. the Lord is so gracious to do as my, my humanity is so weak, my, you know, as my body is declining you're, you know, you're not sleeping as well and your body's fighting infection and your lung function's declining. So your body's working harder and your mind is getting kind of like not thinking super clearly, but, and in the midst of that, that my spirit 
doesn't have to wither with it. Mm. And <laughs> that'll preach. Oh man. And the crazy thing is the connection between Mary working through that in high school and her calling me from the beach house and being like, what's that passage? And I tell her what the verse is and fast forward, Mary and I get married, what, five years later from that. (laughs) And then we, I go to seminary and during my time in seminary, I had the opportunity to preach at a lot of different churches throughout New England. (laughs) And it was an amazing opportunity because Mary and I got to go and experience all kinds of different churches and meet all kinds of people and tell our story. Yeah. And that was part of us learning to tell our story. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Part of what we do here on the podcast and on YouTube. I think, yeah, you're right. In those early days, I never kind of made that connection that traveling and preaching um, was an amazing opportunity for us to learn to connect with a new group of people who have no context for who we are and to be able to share a little bit of our story and point them to the hope of Jesus. Right. And So often when I would go to a church for the first time, I would preach on that passage, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I would tell um, a little bit of Mary's journey with CF, and usually, actually, it would be not till the end of the sermon that I would talk about that, because I'd, I'd talk about this reality and then kind of bring it home with, this is how we wrestle with it, and it yeah, go ahead. The part that you would usually preach on was verse 17 and on. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Yeah. And I would talk about this reality of though we're outwardly wasting away, There's this inner renewal that happens when we look to the eternal realities of our hope that God is doing something in the present moment that is bigger than our eyes can see, and he is renewing us. Remember, I would always use that illustration of (laughs) Olay age-defying daily renewal cleanser, and I would read, I'd have this bottle of, I found it in the grocery store, and it, it like, I remember when I saw it on the shelf, I don't don't know why I saw it, but that um, daily renewal cleanser, and it's, on the back, I would read the instructions, and it said for um, daily renewal of the face or it said the key to defying aging is daily application to the face. And one of the lines from that sermon that I preached all over New England was um, the key to defying discouragement is daily renewal of the soul. And I can attest to that in, in the midst of whatever busyness is happening in our minds and our hearts, whether that's the busyness of health struggles and issues, which if you are somebody with health struggles, you know that it's it's busy work to struggle through the morning and then get yeah. a medical call, then have to deal with the medical call, and then 
have to yeah. get to a, your appointment and it's the busyness of it. And it, it really is a distraction, not a distraction. It's a, it takes time and energy. It's consuming. It's all consuming for your yeah. heart and your mind. And so to combat the discouragement that can come from health stuff or discouragement in your family or discouragement in your job or discouragement for, you know, fill in the blank, that daily application or sometimes hourly application Mm. of the truth to combat the lies that you're trying not to believe. Oh, this is just too hard to do. It's just too hard. No, it's not. We can be renewed day by day. Yeah. And, and that it's something that happens when God, through his hope that he gives us in Jesus, through his word that he gives us and reveals to us that as we gaze upon it, it's like it, it reaches into the depths of our soul and it makes that hope and that strength new. And it, it kind of just bolsters us that though we are outwardly wasting away, it doesn't make that go away, but it, it, it brings to light a bigger reality that gives us strength to press on. And, and I think like Mary said, sometimes that's daily, sometimes that's hourly that we have to recalibrate. And I think this is an important, um, message for all of us that hope in Jesus and battling discouragement isn't a one-time fix. It isn't a, well, if you have hope, then you won't get discouraged. No, we are outwardly wasting away. We're facing the broken realities of, of not only um, brokenness in our bodies, but brokenness in our world, in society, yeah. and in systemic forms, we see brokenness. Yeah. And in that, we do not lose heart because God and his eternal hope, the things that we cannot see but we believe and we stand upon, it reaches into the depths of our soul and it it causes this renewal, this new strength. And we start to see that there is, God is doing something bigger than this present moment. Yeah. And he does that. He reminds us of this hope in so many ways. Yes, through his word. Um, it's just crazy to think back. I guess that was probably 2005 when I discovered this verse. So 15 years ago, just those words racing through my mind and wondering, where in the Bible is that? I know that's a Bible verse. And really clinging to this reality. And I love that somebody else said it. I love that somebody else said it and it's in the Bible. But those like verbatim would be my words. Like I'd be like, yeah, I'm outwardly wasting away, but my heart is not. And so the encouragement that other believers have walked through that feeling of our bodies are withering, but our souls are not. And then the stories from not only those in the Bible, but those that we are rubbing shoulders with, those in our church or those online who you read their stories or you read their books or you listen to their podcasts, or it's just like a dear friend that you're texting with. And 
that's another way, you know, maybe you're in a spot of discouragement where you don't feel like you can just open up the Bible and consume. Maybe it's another believer who reaches out and says like, can I just like speak some hope into you from God's Mm -hmm. word? Maybe it's music. Maybe you were like, um, feeling really weak maybe your heart and your mind are just feeling really weak and you hear a song that speaks about hope in Jesus and you're like, wow, I need that. I feel that. I like, it gives you that reminder. Yeah. And part of what it does is what it says in verse 17, that this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. And and what it does is it puts our suffering on the scale. And uh, what are you laughing about? (laughs) Um, Are you laughing about the time we went to that church in Maine? Yes. The, The visit to the church was amazing. We actually ended up, he ended up preaching at that church for a couple of months to help them out. But one of the first times, I think it might have been the first time there. Yeah, because I was preaching this passage. Right. Yeah. So one of the men in the church was like, hey, I'm going to be announcing you. What's the title of your sermon? And uh, you're probably not going to think this is as funny as we, oh, we thought it was. funny. And so I, I at one <laughs> time, I called this message the weight of glory. And because I talked about that eternal weight of glory right. that's beyond all comparison. And when it basically, when we put our present experience on that scale, we start to like zoom out a little bit yeah. and have some perspective. So anyways, he, he responds. So it was like kind of in a loud <laughs> echoey church. And he's like, the weight of the Lord? And you could tell his face was like, oh. Really confused by that title. Are we sure we want to let this guy go to the pulpit? Like, I don't know he about like, this. He's like, the weight of the Lord? <laughs> and I was like, uh. The weight of glory. The weight of glory. I, I think that was one of those. You had to be there and see his face in that moment. But but like the title, the weight of the Lord. Well. That's funny even if you weren't there. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it was just one of those like funny miscommunications. We got it figured out. Yeah. Don't worry. I now call that message hope when life hurts. Yes. And I love that title. Mm-hmm. I feel that title. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's interesting. I kind of feel like you should just go ahead and preach that sermon here now that we've opened to this passage. <laughs> well, I did go through this passage a couple months ago on the podcast okay. And talk about some of these realities. But, I mean, it's such a... I think what's so meaningful that resonated with Mary when she was 15 and continues to resonate with us as she's turning 31 next week is we all feel this. Yeah. We feel the outward... I mean, the first line of that, so we do not lose heart. I forgot about that word. The the whole premise behind this is... We're going to be discouraged, but we don't have to be discouraged. Yeah. And so the key to battling discouragement is looking to these invisible realities of our hope and letting that renew us and give us perspective. And it doesn't take away the pain, right? but it renews the soul. Yep. And so as as we... we <laughs> 
<laughs> we didn't plan to talk about this for the whole podcast, but I think this is good because I think I, I, as Mary and I are walking with people in our own lives and community right now, a lot of people are discouraged uh-huh. and part of that's what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks on the podcast is life looking different than we expected it to look, you know? Uh-huh. Kids are home rather than at school, working from home, not working, all the pandemic life changes. And there's discouragement and there's sickness and we're outwardly wasting away. But inwardly, there's another story. And I think as you're turning 31 and you... We enter birthday week. I'm I'm grateful for your words of wisdom. <laughs> and I, I've always said that Mary teaches me more than anything else how to live out this passage of that inward renewal and how to keep that perspective of hope. And it doesn't mean that there aren't tears and struggle and days when there's discouragement. Um, but Mary knows how to fight that battle in... I know how to not try. I know how to... I mean, it's not a matter of me fighting it. It is yep. allowing the Lord to fight that for me. Because if it was just up to me, I couldn't. Yeah, and I think that's a, a key element to this passage is we are being renewed. That's a passive verb, which means that we aren't doing the action of renewal. Yeah. And this stands starkly in contrast to any self-help books that you find on the shelf. Right. They will tell you to look within yourself when you are discouraged. Look within yourself for strength, for beauty, for self-worth. But the message of scripture, the message of the gospel is look outside of yourself and look to your maker, to your savior who loved you, who gave himself for you and says you are loved and you have a hope and a future. And I am doing something in the present moment where your momentary afflictions are preparing you. I I don't even know the full measure of what that verse 17 means, but I do know this, that God is doing something in suffering that has eternal um, consequence, eternal benefit. Yeah, Yeah. And, and God is is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory. Is it that in our suffering, we will experience the goodness and mercy of God in a fuller way in eternity? Maybe. I don't know. But God's doing something. And I hope that can be an encouragement to you. And as you battle discouragement, as you uh, outwardly waste away, Mary, what would you say to close out this podcast is your daily renewal um, rhythm? Like what, what, what are some practical things that you do? Well, I think some of it is a mindset. Some of it is, you know, I, I, I don't view, um, I'll say it this way. I do view the patterns of life doing my best, my mists and I need to go do sub QIG later and doing these things are not just separate 
like a different category. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't think of it as an act of worship necessarily, but I do view our life, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And so I know that these rhythms are honoring to God because I'm taking care of this body that he entrusted to me. And, um, and so keeping that perspective of like, I'm going to try to do this without grumbling and complaining because that would cause a lot of like strife in my brain. So I'm going to try to do these things with a, with a posture of I'm doing this and it's whatever. I mean, I feel like yeah. that I could go, I could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah. But, um, also the rhythms of when my heart is feeling extra discouraged, get in the car mm. and blast the truth and mm-hmm. blast. I'm thinking of lyrics from John Guerra. Um, what are the lyrics that are like, More than what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, am I supposed to answer? Am I supposed to fill in there? It's like, let me experience you more than what I see. Mm, Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Um, I know what you're talking about. I'm not going to be able to. um, Is that in stained glass? Yes, I think so. Okay, I'm going to look up the lyrics here. Wait, so John Guerra is a. Here, I'll do this. You talk about John Garrett. A Christian music artist who describes his music less as Sunday morning music and more Sunday morning worship music and more as Monday morning devotional music that kind of expresses. So, okay. Show me what you see when you look at me. <laughs> Show me what is real more than what I feel. We have stains, it's true, but when your light shines through, we all look like stained glass windows to you. But, like, I go about my day and I try to have my mindset of, like, show me your purposes more than just what I see. What I see is brokenness. What I feel Mm. is brokenness. Um, Yeah. I think that's a good place to end. And I'm going to read this prayer again from the book, Every Moment Holy... It's a collection of prayers for everyday life, and I think this is a good way to end. Meet me, O Christ, in the stillness of morning. Move me, O Spirit, to quiet my heart. Mend me, O Father, from yesterday's harms. From the discords of yesterday, resurrect my peace. From the discouragements of yesterday, resurrect my hope. From the weariness of yesterday, resurrect my strength. From the doubts of yesterday, resurrect my faith. From the wounds of yesterday, resurrect my love. Let me enter this new day, aware of my need, and awake to your grace, O Lord. Amen. Amen.